Hey, welcome to the Reluctant Leader Podcast. This is episode 36, and we are continuing in our mini-series in Psalm 126. We're calling this our Restored to Health mini-series. We're just taking a few episodes to walk through Psalm 126, where the Lord tells us that we have been restored to health. Have you ever wondered, like, what what should my life look like if I've been restored to health? What characteristics would I display? What markers? And what about the days when I don't show those characteristics? How do we allow ourselves the grace to live in rhythms without spiraling down into this negative cycle of beating ourselves up and saying that we haven't been restored to any health just because we didn't live it out on that one day? Let's jump into part two of the Restored to Health mini-series. Well, before we get too far into this teaching, I just want to say happy birthday to my wife, Wendy. I call her the B99 because she's the better 99% of our marriage. And this is her special day, y'all. And I love that we're talking about this topic on her birthday. I don't know anybody who's more passionate about seeing people saved, healed, and delivered restored to health physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. The Greek word sozo, it basically means like your whole person is saved, not just one part of you. Wendy is passionate about that. And so we've had a lot of conversations about this psalm. And so I'm just so glad that this episode is happening on her actual birthday. If you're friends with her in real life or on social media, how about blow it up today? Let her know how much you love her. She is an amazing woman, uh, just a phenomenal example of what it means to follow Jesus passionately and honestly and authentically. So, hey, let's jump into Psalm 126. Last last time we talked about verse 1. Uh, today, let's add verses 2 and 3. It says this, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Remember last last time we talked about how that can mean probably is a better translation to say we were like those restored to health. Verse 2, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. And remember, this is a song that was sung by God's people as they made their way to Jerusalem at least once a year and often up to three times a year for the feast that they celebrated. In our last episode, we talked about being restored to health, but it's one thing to be restored to health. And we talked about it's a completely different thing to live a life of health. So the illustration I gave last time was if you have a doctor restore your heart to health in surgery, but after that surgery, there's going to be a conversation about how you need to live your life in order to keep your restored to health heart healthy. And the practice that helps us with that is gratitude. Remembering that we could have been taken out by clogged arteries can help us see each future day as a gift. And that helps us make the new choice of a sweet potato instead of a loaded baked potato, right? You get the idea. So as we turn to these next two verses, we start to get a picture of what that life looks like when we have been restored to health. And now the author of the psalm is going to begin to start laying out some characteristics 
of our lives when we've been restored to health. And here's what he wrote. He said that people who have been restored to health, they laugh, they sing, they have joy, they have great global influence, they have a testimony, and they have integrity. Y'all, that's quite a list. Um, And potentially an intimidating list, right? Because none of us is ever going to live out that list perfectly day in and day out. So I want to remind you that being healthy is not about living the perfect life. It's about being able to recover from the imperfections in life. So if, if you look at that list, they laugh, they sing, they have joy. If you never laugh, if you never sing, if you never have joy, then there's a high likelihood that you aren't restored to health yet. But being restored to health doesn't mean that we're always laughing, always singing, and always full of joy. As a matter of fact, some of these Hebrew words can mean wailing in sorrow or screaming in proclamation and praise they have they have uh, it's like two sides of one coin right so sometimes y'all we go through seasons of great pain and we're going to be wailing but it doesn't mean that we haven't been restored to health the one practice that can help us live out these characteristics is testifying when we give our testimony, when we share with others, and that's what jumps out at me in this passage, is they're marked by laughter, they're marked by singing, they're marked by joy. But it's the part where it says that the nations say that the Lord has done great things for you. It's when other people look at your life and say, man, God has done some great things for you. What does that mean? It means that, number one, you've got a testimony for sure. But two, it means you've got influence and you have global influence. The nations are going to see what the Lord is doing in your life, in our lives. Imagine that, y'all. And they're going to tell us that. And then we're going to be able to say, you know what? You're right. He has done great things for us. That's Your testimony. Last time we talked about the practice of gratitude, right? Remembering what the Lord has done. And gratitude often is something that we practice personally, right? We remember what the Lord's done for us. We're thankful for the things in our lives. Testifying is taking that gratitude public. It's not just being thankful. It's expressing thanksgiving. So I am grateful for the way that the Lord has provided for my family. But when I give a testimony, I proclaim publicly what he's doing to provide for my family. Baptism is a great example. I'm grateful that the Lord has saved my soul. But when I step into a baptistry and I'm, and I'm baptized, what I've done is I've gone public. And I'm saying now I'm testifying, I'm proclaiming the gratitude that I have Personally, I'm proclaiming it publicly. And that's what verses 2 and 3 are all about in Psalm 126. We are expressing publicly what people are, see, are seeing. They're saying, have you ever had somebody come to you and say, why are you so happy? 
Why do you have such joy? I see what you're going through. Why are you still so joyful? That's what's happening. That's what that's what it means in this psalm when it says that the nations say the Lord has done great things for you. People are looking at you saying, I see something different in you. It's one thing, y'all, for people to see it in me. It's another thing for them to see it in me and me recognize that it's actually in me. Because we can all put on a show. But this psalm is saying that not only do we have global influence, not, not only do we have a testimony, but we also have integrity. Because they were able to say, you know what? The Lord has done great things for me. And we are filled with joy because nothing fills our lives with joy more than having the integrity of truly being saved, set free, delivered, restored to health in all the areas of our lives, not in such a way that we beat ourselves up when there's a bad day. We beat ourselves up when we are more sad than we are happy, but we're able to kind of roll with those punches. We're able to recover our joy because we recognize that even though there's a bad day, it's not stopping me from seeing what God has already done. The Psalm is all about accepting the bad days and acknowledging that God has still restored us to health. So many people won't give a public testimony because they don't want to appear hypocritical. And yet, Revelation 12, 11 says, They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Y'all, it's time to proclaim. It's time to testify. It's time to go public with what God has done in our lives. And who cares if the day after you give your public testimony your life looks almost completely different because there's rhythm to life. There's good and there's bad, but God remains the same. And that is what marks people whose lives have been restored to health. Hey, thanks for being a part of part two of our little mini series through Psalm 126. I sure hope that this has helped you. It can be a little tough to wrap our brains around how we can say what God has done and then still be at peace and still be healthy and still have joy when our lives don't always reflect that perfectly. And yet, y'all, that's what the grace of God is all about. He enables us to be authentically who we are while we trust Him to make us fully who He's called us to be. And in leadership, Man, we need to know that truth because we're going to have days when we just don't lead the way that we think we should have. And God's always going to remind us that if you keep giving me your yes, I will do the rest. And y'all, guess what? He will. And you as a leader can be restored to health in such a way that it inspires the people following you to find their way back to health as well. 